0: It is 4 a.m. in the morning. I have no idea what day it is, but I'm recording this. And this is how I decided that I think I'm going to start off this podcast. Okay, so let me say this. If you are new to this platform, if you're new to this podcast, if you've never heard podcasts before, and matter of fact, maybe you don't even know who I am, but I'll, I'll, I guess we'll get right into it then. My name is Lena Nicole. I am an entrepreneur. I am a image consultant and um the and a creative director of my own firm called the Luna Nicole firm where we're all about like your image, personal development, like marketing and branding, basically you. You are the product and you have to sell yourself. So I am marketing you. I'm helping you market yourself, you personally as a brand, as an entity. Um, but again, um The best way to do that is, of course, starting with your image, no different from, um, you know, packaging you see on a iPhone packaging, you see on a makeup container, nine times out of 10, you want what's in the box. But if the packaging doesn't look great, if it doesn't sound great, if it's not solving your problems, you don't want it. So I am packaging for people. I help package people. So, um. And then I'm also the I'm also the creative director of my own creative um, in-house agency where for my clients, we do your photo shoots, we do your commercials, your logos, your website. So that's separate. So unless you're a client, we only do that for clients, like not outsource people. Like you have to be a whole, whole client. Um, Yeah. On top of that, I am a mom of two girls. I just had a little person. Um, and, um, I'm an author, um, I was a celebrity makeup artist for a long time and, um, yeah. Um, and yeah, like I said, I'm up at four o'clock in the morning and having a whole epiphany. So here's the thing, right? Again, in this podcast, it's a lot different probably from other podcasts. Maybe you listen to. Because this is a personal journal podcast, right? Interesting, crazy. They have a category for everything. And I feel like I've been doing this type of podcasting for a long time. At least I want to say maybe end of, I want to say like 2018 I've been doing it. But it was under another name. It was called You Know What Jesus. And basically, honestly, it was kind of like a way to kind of just talk, talk to people. I don't know if they felt the same way I felt, if they were going through the same way, you know, the same, same things I was going through, but it was more of, um, I guess let me just be transparent. I don't know. I think everybody has a sense of spirituality, right? You believe in something. And for me personally, um, like purpose is everything to me. Like, like, why are we here? Why are you doing what you're doing? Like, it has to be a reason why, like, I can't just do stuff just to do it. People just don't do things to me just to do it. Um, and then when I do something, I have to have passion about it. Like I can't be in a false relationship. I can't work a job that's not real to me I can't start stuff and do stuff and have friendships if it's not real and if it's not organic like if it's I'm not with it I just I can't do it you know what I mean like I just can't pretend the hype I can't fake the funk right and different stuff communication is a huge part to me I mean a huge like value to me being authentic being yourself is just a huge thing like doing what you want to do living your dreams is just a huge thing to me so, anywho, let's get right down to the meat and potatoes. Um, I'm laughing at myself because, you know, like I said, I'm an image consultant. And, so, and then again, what that looks like is you're branding yourself. So my name is, my actual name is Britney Gibson, right? I'm sorry, I don't give a crap what you say. You're not going to make me sell that. You're not going to make me sell Britney Gibson. You are not. And... Uh, what happened was, honestly, I started doing makeup under this name. I started working with this artist named Coco Sarai. If you don't know who she is, go check her out. She's like, uh, I was with her when she um, won um, uh, BT does like different showcases. We've done that together. Um, her music videos. I'm a creative director on one of her first albums. She was on the show. I don't know if you guys remember that show before. She was on the show before. Um, and she's wrote some stuff for like Kate Michelle before. I mean, she's like super dope. But when I was working with her, I started to be her makeup artist and kind of fall into this role of almost like managing her, but it was really image consulting. Right. And so I was like, well, wait a minute, I'm doing two different jobs. You know what I mean? Like I need to be getting two different checks. And so I came up with this whole other persona of London Nicole. I'm like, yo, you can pay me as a makeup artist and then you can pay me, too, from you, like, going to sign these contracts. Like, I'm doing a whole bunch of other stuff for you, too. Like, I'm doing all of these things. So that's how London Nicole was born. But she was the makeup artist. She was, like, the brand Why I did my, you know, while Brittany was just. You know, personally, I guess, who I am or whatever. It was a very, like, Sean Combs, Diddy type of thing. You know what I mean? Like, that's how I looked at it. So, I've been London Nicole probably 2008, 2009, right? So, anywho, so that's kind of, like, what happened, you know, with London Nicole and, you know, with that name. I've, I've worked with celebrities and done different stuff and been on shoots or you know, like I just it got to the point I use a name for everything. My book is under that name. Everything is under that name. Everything's under that umbrella. So sitting here tonight, like let me just say this podcast is dedicated to several people Um to my honey. This podcast is dedicated to Kay, uh, to Joy Pittman, to Joy Davis, uh, St. Smith. Um, all of these people are like friends, clients. Facebook aunties, people I'm going to partner with, combination, right? And so those are the people I've been probably talking to this past week a lot, like over two hours. And in this whole crisis that we're going through as as a country, you know, in the world as people, I feel like this has been a great time to like reflect and think about what you want and why you want it and all throughout this week i've been talking to people talking to clients and they're like hey i want to do a photo shoot or hey this and hey this and you know i'm asking people like what do you want you know very olivia pope-ish you know i have this you know very olivia pope like what do you want and so as we're talking um and i'm asking them, i'm stirring my oatmeal togram i'm having breakfast at four o'clock in the morning and as we're sitting here kind of you know having this whole talk or whatever I'm asking people what they want I'm like yo for me asking people what they want is just a critical point like what do you want where do you want to go what industry do you want to take over why do you want to take over what do you want to do what do you want to build why are you doing this stuff why are you going into business if you don't have a plan to just do this if your whole life isn't if your whole life isn't around it if you don't believe it wholeheartedly why don't you and in the process of asking other people a question again, you know, you have to preach to yourself and talk to yourself before you can talk to somebody else. And I'm writing more and I'm journaling more. And a lot of things start to hit me. Like one, this podcast, I finally started to get clear or let's say niche it down. Right. I'm, I remember I talked to Joy this week and she was like, you actually really kind of do, you know, marketing. And it hit me. You're right. I actually really do. But branding is an essential component because if I don't know who you are, what you do, what problem you want to solve, how do you market that? How do you know what people you talk to? So branding for me is the biggest component. Marketing to me is just, I don't know, I don't really, I guess for me, I used to think I didn't get it, but I get it. It's just naturally what I do. But branding to me, again, it's like, I need to know your DNA. What it, What? What's the thing about you? What do you want to do? What problem you want to solve? That is the key component to me, right? And again, to me, it's your why, it's your purpose, it's your values. Why do you do this? What do you believe in? What's your no's? What can't you do? Like, what is, like, no. And so, again, sitting here, you know, thinking of all this information, all the stuff I'm talking to people about, all of these conversations, and I don't know if you do the same thing, and a podcast comes back up. So, interesting enough, my other podcast. It's called the Glamour. It's called the Glamour Boss Podcast. Being in charge of your brain has never looked so good, right? I'm like, oh man, this, oh, this finally makes sense. Now I came up with the Glamour Boss a couple of years ago. Couldn't quite figure out where it fit, but I knew it fitted with me, but I couldn't quite figure it out. And people were trying to tell me to make everything I did about that, but it didn't click. And then this person told me this and this person told me that. And for whatever reason tonight, I so said, I'm going to go to bed early. Rain It's raining outside. I got comfortable. You're going to have a newborn. They tell you to sleep when the baby sleeps. Clearly that's not working. So I'm like, well, let me just go to sleep tonight. Anywho, getting down to the point. And for whatever reason, this thing pops up in my head of be who you needed. Like be who you needed at like 18, 19. Or be who you needed in the world. And it really hit me why I love branding so much, why I wanted to be an image consultant, because that's what I needed. That was the thing I needed. I didn't like, again, just, just talking to people and shout out to Jay Sky. I, I mean, it. I, I guess I'll say since Sunday, it's kind of been sitting with me, but I remember talking to him and, um, he was like, Hey London, you know, you're like a mentor of mine. And I'm like, Oh, that's fucking great. I don't have one. Anyway, so I'm sitting here listening and I have mentors but not physical ones. Let me just go ahead and start it in. It's like people I admire from a distance. I don't know if your dream is like this, but it's not a person who does what I want to do and where I want to go. So it's like I pick a piece of this. I like a little bit of Oprah here, a little bit of Kim Kardashian over here. You mean I like a little Olivia Pope. Like it's just a combination of different people I admire from afar or strengths or characteristics. Or how they communicate or brand that I like right so anywho he said you know the mentor part and I was like oh really and he was like yeah and as we was talking like we're from this very small town it's called Newport North Carolina we're like the home of Pepsi but it's super fucking small like super fucking small like extremely small and we were just talking and I was like yo Jay like you moved from North Carolina, a small town, you never like lived anywhere else and you moved to LA to pursue your passion and your dream, you know, and he was like, you know, a lot of times I think about you and, you know, I don't have any support and my family's back home and i just kind of started to feel sad and i was like yo i wish i had like and i remember talking to this other young girl this week about her youtube channel and she was like oh i don't have any support but my grandma wants to help me buy supplies and she believes in me and i was like oh damn really like (laughs) i just started to think like i wish i had that like i wish i had the best friend or I wish I had this person to invest money in me. Or a aunt or a close family member. And I don't have those things. And I just started to feel so sad. And I remember I was talking to my honey. And he was like, what did he say? His grandma was like, his grandma had some, some saying about, um, oh my God. As soon as I remember, I'm going to tell you. But it was hilarious. It was basically kind of saying like you can wish all day for something. It doesn't make it. you can wish all day for it It doesn't mean it's gonna happen i remember even that saying people used to say you know you can stand in a garage and they ain't gonna make you a bmw you know what i mean you can wish all day for something but if you don't have it then what so i don't know where i have read this quote from but it just popped up on me tonight and it was like be the person you wish you had at like 18 or 19 in the world and I really started to think about it. The only reason I got into makeup, like being young, like I was so into TV, with like me and my grandmother. My grandmother was blind, so we watched a lot of TV together. Like Wheel of Fortune, Bold and Beautiful, Bold and Beautiful, honey. I live for a story. My man keeps telling me I live for drama. I don't live for drama, but I just be into it. Judge Mama. And anyway, so watching that Jeopardy. Um, I just grew up watching like TV and then I really like had this period of music videos like 90 music videos like Ashanti and like TLC. Like, I love me some TLC, especially when they went on tour Visuals like you can watch a TLC video to this day, baby and hello Missy Elliott videos to this day and it's still hot. That's the type of stuff. I wanted to make any I just was very obsessed with like people who were entertainers like they were like storytellers and fun and it just seemed like they were just living their life and it was free just living their life and um and the visuals like I just felt like music videos or like small movies that you can like tell a story in so then I wanted to like oh that's what I wanted to do um, until so I got older seeing Oprah around like fifteen, sixteen on television and this woman basically saying how she felt inspired because she brought some shoes from Oprah. Oprah has like this thing where she'll like donate her clothes or give it away for like a low fee. And so anyway, the lady got her shoes. The lady was basically saying every time she stands when whenever she's going through stuff, she goes in her closet, she puts on Oprah shoes, and when she puts on open shoes, she feels like she can do whatever Oprah's doing. What? Somebody made you feel that way? What? Never heard nothing in a day in my life like that. Oprah, black woman, plus size, on television, talked all day, right up my alley. I talk all the time. I ask all the questions. I'm going to be a talk show host. It's over, Jesus. Immediately went out, got an internship. Talked my way into an internship at a radio station called um, 99X Rock Station completely amazed that all of these hip hop artists and black artists like new rock artists and produce rock music so I kind of went from rock to country to R&B and so forth um so anywho like I knew I wanted to do that but the biggest thing for me was I just struggled with like how I looked and I struggled with my weight and I struggled with being plus size and it actually just came from like family family members saying shit like I'm gonna just keep it 100 with you guys you know if it's a personal journal I might as well just say the truth And I remember my uncle saying it to me, like you know, the epitome of beauty was like Beyonce and Janet Jackson. And I'm looking at myself, and I think it was like my senior year. I kind of went through this phase where I wanted to lose weight. I felt like working out wasn't doing it. All these things weren't doing it, Um, and I just would eat Cheerios and drink water all the time until like I had like a kidney problem Um, because I wasn't eating right in the whole night. So I just was like, Yo, okay, I'm gonna be big. It is what it is like, but do I feel comfortable with how I look? And I got into makeup. I remember watching a Cosby show and seeing Claire Huxtable, and she had this red lipstick on called Custard in the Snow. And oh my God, I just thought she was like gorgeous and classy. And she was just like the epitome of like beauty to me. And I was like, yo, that's what I'm going to, like, I'm just going to work on, like, my look. Like, I'm going to look really cute. Like, if I look really cute, like, I can talk my way into everything else. But if I feel confident with how I look, you can't tell me shit. And I mean, like, you don't believe, I wrote a whole book about it. It's called Make Up Your Life. It's on Amazon, it's in Barnes and Nobles, but I basically said that's how I kicked it off and I started, um, you know, I feel like I was at 15 talking to you, now I'm at 13, but anyway, I started selling makeup, working at makeup counters, I did people's nails and makeup and that's how I paid for my prom dress and the whole nine, but I'm seeing all of that to say, I got into makeup, I never wanted to do it for anybody else. I never wanted to do hair or anything for anybody else. It was a way to make me feel better about myself because I understood that image mattered so much. And if people didn't think you was attractive or found you attractive, hell, if you didn't find yourself attractive, like it was going to be hard for you to sell it to anybody else. So I wanted to start with how I look. I wanted to start with that. I mean, it was bad at one point, like at least 18 or 19, honey, I would not walk to nobody's mailbox looking no type of way. Like it got so bad, like I started to hide behind the makeup versus the makeup enhancing who I naturally was, like my natural beauty, right? So, you know, again, saying all of that to kind of get into the point of saying I knew what I wanted to do. I just felt like I didn't. I mean, I can't say I felt like it. I didn't. I didn't, have, I didn't have people saying, hey, you know, Brit. Hey, London, what's your passion? What is it that you want to do? What are you striving for? What's your goals? What do you see in seven, five years? What's your big picture? What's your big dream? What do you want to do? And then on top of that, I grew up in like an overly religious type of situation in church. You know what I mean? Like I acted in church because that was the original goal. I wanted to be like an actress. And and was like, oh, well, you can't be famous and being on TV and going to Hollywood. Oh, Jesus, the devil's playground. <laughs> and I was like, yo, but I act in church. I put on church plays. Like, like, what's the difference, people? I was just so confused and I felt so lost all the time. So going to New York City, I just felt like I was able to like find myself. Side note, do you guys not hear this rain? Like, I am giving you elements, baby. It's like four in the morning. Giving you a little sexy voice with the ring. Hello, I am romancing you um and i just felt like i didn't have anybody oh yeah it's raining good um i just felt like i didn't have anybody like to ask me those questions or whatever so personal development became a huge thing and i remember um my mom basically kind of saying like hey I think it was about eight, by the time I was 18 and I was about to go to, you know, time to go to college. And I was like, well, what do you want to do? And I was like, well, I know I'm great at communication. It's like, I knew that. And I was like, well, I'm going to go to school for it. But in the back of my head, I was like, why would I go to school for something I'm great at? I really want to own a business. I'm not quite sure what type of business. I thought maybe fashion, maybe magazines, something along that type of line. And um, my mom kind of hit me with this crazy automated, like automated Um, like, did I say that right? I don't even think I said that right, but we're going to go with it. I digress. Um, I'm just like, just kind of getting it out right now. And, um, it's going to bother me if I do not fix that word. I'll probably go Google the word and like double check it to make sure I'm saying it right before this broadcast is over. Um, and she was like, basically, you either pick your college, and I pick your major, or you pick your major, and I pick your college. That was just way too much control for me. I wasn't with it, and I decided not to go. And um, I remember telling her I wanted to be a business owner. She was, and the best advice I feel like my mom gave it to me is, well, if that's what you want to do, you can never stop learning. You can never stop educating yourself, and it is your responsibility. So I kind of went down this whole personal development type of path where it was like, well, who am I? What am I great at? Like taking personality tests and um, figuring out what I was great at. What was my strengths? What wasn't my strengths? Did I really want to do this? Did I not want to do it? Why did I want to do it? Um, what am I good at? What was my childhood fears? Like I, I kind of started asking myself all of these questions because I felt like I didn't have anybody, you know, to push me or motivate me or challenge me I didn't have college I feel like I didn't have these things so you know over time and working with celebrities and working with people I kind of just knew that deeper and deeper I got into it no matter how talented people said I was no matter how great I was at makeup I knew I just didn't want to be a makeup artist and let me say this it wasn't to knock a makeup artist because it's a very skillful job and there's so much to it I just knew I didn't want to stay in that position like I wanted to be a makeup artist with a cosmetic line with my show and show I wanted to have all of these different entities happening versus being with a, another person and kind of making sure they were good all the time right because that's what you're really doing you're making sure a client is good all the time you're with them on set Their life, Like you're around their life and what's happening with them, especially if they're high profile. You know what I mean? And what started to get discouraging was I felt like every time I would talk to people, it was like, oh, you're a great makeup artist or you're good at makeup, you know, makeup. And it was kind of like, yo, you're, you're you're not even seeing all the other stuff I'm great at. Like, I'm great at this and I'm great at this and I'm great at this. Like, why do you keep putting me in a box? And it took me a long time to understand that's somebody else's perception of me. That's not my reality. My perception is my reality. And if I don't put myself out here and if I don't lead myself and if I don't do those things, I can't be mad at anybody else if they didn't see my potential. Hell, most people don't even see their own damn potential. So I'm going to be mad about it. So getting back down to this podcast. So now after all of this time built a business, I'm like, yo, image consultant, someone told me this when I first got to New York. And like it was my friend Phenom. What's up, Phenom? He's probably the best networker I have ever seen in my life. I have met. I am a great networker because of him. He will talk to anybody, anywhere. He is like, they always say you should be like like less than three people removed from who where you're trying to be at or who you want to get in touch with, right? Yo connected so much and I remember when I first got there and I was working with all these music artists and being in the studio and people like well what do you think about this oh this sounds great or what should I wear and whatever he was like yo you're an image consultant but at that time it wasn't a lot of people who probably I didn't even really I just thought it was a stylist and it's not a stylist now you can have a niche and just be an image consultant in the clothing you know clothing uh section which most people do mine it's just more geared towards beauty. You get what I'm saying? So mine is just geared more towards beauty. So other people use clothes to start as a starting point to help you. I decided to be different and use beauty to get into the personal development part of you, the marketing, the brand, and who you are and cipher that out before, you know, to, I, I start with beauty to package you up before we put you out there. So again, now that I'm, I'm sitting here thinking tonight and, you know, now I'm like, yo, I understand so much and I get it and I started a business and, um, having clients and the whole, not all of this stuff is happening. And then I really started to think about it. Why? You know, I, I was, when well, me and Joy was talking, you know, we talked about like women are opening businesses left and right. We're, we're registering for our LLCs, but are we profitable? Can we sustain that? Can we hire people? And even tonight um oh my god i can't remember who i was talking to and uh the question was you know why do women have a hard time promoting themselves and putting themselves out there and it just kind of really hit me and i was like yo i do it too and we started talking because we're always it's always seen it's always not seemed but i feel like it's always communicated to women to be like the same way I said people tell me just to be a makeup artist oh sweetie you you should just do that or you should just be a mom and I used to hate the word mom too let me tell you why because it made it it made me feel like you were just reducing me to take care of a child first of all being a mom is a hard job as it is like you're raising a whole other person like you gotta talk to and change like my oldest daughter is a lot like she wants constant communication like me. She wants to, you know, what I mean, she wants to be with me all the time. We want to do stuff together all the time. You're raising a whole other person. And my belief is God bless me with this little person. Like it is not my job to make her be who I am it's my job to help her be the best person she is the same way I do for my client that is my job to my kid and so I talk to her about what do you want to do why do you want to do it what do you like to do oh you're like art right. so when she's talking about joining clubs and organization and different things I want to make sure she's doing one thing she loves and that's going to get her where she wants to go and then she can try all the other stuff but you got to do stuff that you love too You know what I mean? And even down to building a business, the reason I wanted to build a business and have it running and and be an actual profitable company. One, I wanted to hire people who were passionate about what they wanted to do, but maybe didn't see the same jobs in the current marketplace. And two, I wanted to leave something for my daughter. I didn't want her to have to worry about working here and working at a, you know, I worked at, um, a uh, 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 fast food change and retail stores. I don't want her to have to go through all of that. I wanted her to have something so, you know, I know she loves art. If if she wanted to take her first year off and say, Hey mama I want to go to college, oh but you wanna be an artist? Yeah I can sit here and pay. You know, we can sit here and pay for you to go to Paris for a whole year to go to art school. Cool. All right kid, love you. Bye. Peace. You know what I mean? Like I wanted to give her that opportunity. So you know, as we started to talk about why don't women promote themselves and put themselves out there, it just really started to hit me because business is competitive. And I thought about it, yo, my mom trying to make me be competitive in the sports arena. I'm not, I'm not a sports person, but when it talks about selling and getting out here and talking to people, that's exciting. To know I have a product that's great and I can talk about it and tell people why you need to buy it. And I can tell you about business and I can get up in your face and I can promote it as much as I want to. I can talk about it as much as I want to. And what are you going to say? And that's when it hit me kind of tonight. That was the whole point with the Glamour Boss. Like I started to even think about my life and when I worked at different places. Sometimes I think we go wrong because we want to mix our personal with our business. And a lot of times they could be, especially as women, two different functions or two different personalities. I think sometimes that women as women, we can sometimes go into the workplace trying to be a friend and a mom because that's something we're missing in our lives. I know at least I've done it. And then you go look at your job and your, your or your business as like something that you can kind of sort of do, you feel me, or you mix it up. You feel me? Your your, your personal life, you're bossing everybody around and at your work life. You're their friend versus being a boss at work and being a friend when you're a friend. And so with this podcast, it's really what it is. I kind of wanted to have a place and that's why I used to love podcasting all the time. And that was my joy in it. I felt like I was just talking to some friends some people who got it because I would talk about mental health because that everything you do is from a mental place. Stress, anxiety, panic, love, fear, it's all from our soul. It's all about what we're thinking all the time. You know what I mean? I will talk about how sometimes battling with depression, a lot of times I was battling with it because I was suppressing who I was to make other people feel comfortable. Understand? Like, it wasn't because, I I mean, I, I, I don't know, I can't even go into this rabbit hole, but it was really that. I was suppressing who I was. You know what I mean? I couldn't be, if I said this, I was too strong. If I said it this way, I hurt someone's feeling. Then I remember someone the other day told me I was too emotional. Like, wait, like I I low-key had caught some like, some type of way about it. And I started to notice I was always biting my tongue for someone else. And when you bite your tongue, you're the only person that's bleeding, not the other person. And so it really hit me, you know, the more you fine-tune let me say your niche because I used to hate the word niche, but what it really what they're really trying to say is the more you're able to really focus on what you want to say, the better you can communicate it, the better you can market it, and the better you can get it out to other people, which of course equals sales because that's really what it is, and so when I really it hit me tonight, I miss talking, I miss having this personal relationship with people. I miss that because with this new podcast that I started, I'm just going to keep it on it. I was like, wait a minute. Why are people not leaving me reviews? Like, I'm going to just be honest. I was like, why are people not leaving me reviews? Why are people not giving me stuff back? And it hit me like I have two totally different, Platforms. I have I have this personal side that you get to see from me where I'm talking about being an entrepreneur. I'm talking about being a mommypreneur, because when you have this type of lifestyle, it's not going to look regular to people who go to nine to five and go home and eat their meal on the hot. You know what I mean, like they did it with a family, a cheese sandwich. I forgot who said cheese sandwich. There was some joke with it. I'll come back to it and go to sleep. It looks completely different. To someone else's life If you don't have anything going on And you meet an entrepreneur It's going to look crazy It's going to look chaotic And a lot of times I think before we ask people questions We automatically judge And we automatically assume And so um, I want to talk about that. I want to talk about my fails and my wins. Like I have people I charge for different stuff and talk about branding. And I'm talking to you right now about how I had to rebrand. Like rebranding is never a bad thing. You are constantly upgrading and changing your mindset and figuring out how to do things better and figuring out how to make things work. And that's what hit me, you know, all tonight, you know, I guess over these past couple of days and weeks is that's the whole point of me being an entrepreneur, like is to create the life I wanted to create. I wanted to have this gorgeous, glamorous life. And to me, that means going where I want to go, buying what I want to buy. And for me, visually, I feel like I've never seen plus women look gorgeous and glamorous and and proud to be who they are I feel like I never see black women in this space where they're glamorous and gorgeous I feel like I never saw it from my cosmetic. like it's just so many places I feel like I never see beauty in and I want to see beauty that way and 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 again core parts for me are like purpose and passion like those are core entities for me you know what I mean and at least for me um I guess, how can I say it? I just, I just want to be able to show, I just want to be able to showcase it, you know, and talk about this cosmetic line. I'm starting. I know why I want to start it and behind the scenes and how it failed and it didn't go right. And I think a lot of times people get into business and you just think, Hey, you know, they posted this cute Instagram picture and they look great. And here we go. Like, let's talk about the wins. Let's talk about the fails, um, why it didn't work. You know what I mean? And, and, and really live in it. And again, passion, purpose, purpose and passion, huge things for me, you know what I mean? Huge things for me. And um that's really what it is. I just want it to be the friend that I need to other people and vice versa, you know, be the friend that maybe you need to listen to and talk to because you're going through stuff too. Um, But yeah, it hit me like. I, 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 that's why I started a business that's why I'm doing all of this ultimately to be that person that I didn't have I didn't have the friend or the aunt to be that way Um, it's been almost three years since my mom passed I don't have that mother figure of did I do something right did I do it wrong you know I have this whole other little person I'm like oh, I wish my mom was here because I got questions did I do this right so I'm Googling all the time. Crazy stuff. I'm just Googling crazy stuff. And again, it hit me, you know. And when I talked about fine tuning a niche on my Glamour Boss podcast, it hit me. I'm over there. That's all business. I'm talking cash, cold shit. I mean, I enjoy talking. I, I love being direct. One, I was just it just catches people off guard. Two, I don't have the time to be the fluff. But I get to get right to it. You want to know something about branding? Boom. You want to know my opinion? This is what it is. Let's talk about the business of fashion. Let's talk about the business of beauty. Yeah, your shit don't work because it's whack. Like, I feel like I get to be Stephen A. Smith and talk pure cold crap and tell you what's really happening in the beauty industry. Companies, would you buy? Why they could have been better, especially in the fashion and beauty industries, because they're popping up all over the place. Everybody think they can get into it without knowing what it is. Um... And then on this podcast, I'm really talking about having a great life and living gorgeous and being gorgeous and being glamorous. And I get to tell you um, what I'm using to get my daughter to sleep and where I'm going on vacation and what happened and how it felt in my business. And, you know, I mean, uh, mental health, because all of those things are a part of my life and all of those things. If I fall apart, my business falls apart. Period like I can't be an entrepreneur If my mental health is all over The place if I'm spiritually all over The place if I don't feel confident What I want you know I want to do And two I was trying to Be spontaneous with my other Podcasts and business While it is spontaneous I needed to have A schedule with this podcast I wanted you to get the Podcast like we're friends and I Call you out the blue and I text You out the blue that's what I want You to feel like in this podcast that We're just girlfriends and we're talking and I call you out the blue, you call me, I text you out the blue. So these podcasts are never, ever going to be scheduled. I'll always pop up with one. And whether you hear Ariel in the background crying, sometimes you'll hear my honey talk about his job and what he goes through from a spiritual point of view um, as a person who, you know, is about to go into their PhD program and talk about social justice and po- and politics and, and spirituality. And you'll hear me talk about clients and what didn't work and what I learned from them and branding different stuff and how, you know, you can bring your business or things that maybe you didn't think about in your business and to think about different and, um, and having different people who are business experts and how they deal with it. And, um, are people, you know, really making this money? How are they juggling their life? Um, so yeah, that's what this podcast is. Um, and that's what I hope you get from it. And again, it it killed me because I love talking and, but the other podcast, it just wasn't flowing. I was trying to talk and say personal stuff and, you know, kind of have this type of conversation. And I was like, but I kind of also need to tell you about what's happening with Nikes and Adidas right now. Like, from a business standpoint. And I was like, yo, I can't, I can't. And it hit me like, I haven't even been to sleep yet. I have not been to sleep because I was so excited about recording this podcast because everything started to add up for me. Everything started to make sense. And I think it was even talking to my auntie Joy. And I was telling her, you know, when I don't know if you guys have heard of some coaches, but they're like, oh, you don't need a website and you can just start and promote your business. She doesn't. She has a website and she never uses it. And she gets all of these clients. because all the content she's posting. It's just her life. She talk, She's really like a real, like, I want to say like a relationship coach, like a, a, a marriage coach, right? Like you have to be good with yourself first before you talk about you and your spouse, right? So she's kind of like that coach or whatever. And uh, she doesn't do any promoting or flyers or anything along that line. And, um, and I was telling her why it works for her I was like maybe people think you're crazy But it works Like she's always showing pictures of like her grandkids And her kids and what's in her closet And her husband going on a date And him holding her hand And they riding in the car and doing this And she's telling stories about how they fought And how it didn't work And maybe it could have worked And this is the, Like she's just going through this whole plethora So her life is so beautiful and interesting And she's so funny And I think I think she's like in her mid-40s Yo, she looks awesome fabulous like her outfit like her mom eat like everybody her kids where everybody looks fucking fabulous so you start following her and you just want to have a conversation and when you have a conversation she's so real about marriage and life and what she couldn't do and telling him about her past before him like just her transparency is so dope but it works for her because She's made a business around her whole life, you know, as a lifestyle entrepreneur, you know, and um, yeah, like when I told her that it kind of clicked for me like, oh, that's what I want to do. So having this podcast kind of adheres to a holistic feel for me because that's important that I have a strong community, that I have a strong work environment, that my family is great, that spirituality is great, personal development is great. And so again, you know, I kind of felt like if I was so business, then people who were riding it was kinda like I knew what I wanted to niche myself down with, but I felt like I was forgetting about all the people I came up with. And I feel like, you know, I, I feel like everybody probably feels that way. Even people who get money, like you leave, you know, the hood and now you're in somewhere else. And people are like, Oh, you forgot about it. No, you didn't. You just transitioned. It was a transition. You can still hang with me. We can still hang, but probably in a separate, different way. So now understanding that myself, I feel like I can help my clients to be better. Like I can't help them be better if I'm not willing to be better. So I'm going to wrap this up because I low-key feel like I'm talking your ear off, but I low-key really don't give a fuck um, because we're friends and that's what we're supposed to do. But I hope you enjoyed this podcast and I hope you got something from it. And I'm so excited to actually just kind of get it all off my chest and say it. But if you are in the beauty industry, um, if you are talking about branding and purposeful business and you want to know like how to get into it, because on that podcast, I'll be interviewing like celebrity makeup artists and my friends who are in the industry and the whole nine. That's on the Glamour Boss Podcast. Being in charge of your brand has never looked so good. So we're all over there. And then with this podcast, it's called Glamour, um, the Glamour Podcast. Um, I don't know if I'm going to put that in front of it, but I might just say Glamour Podcast. Um, I came up with this whole definition from, from it. It's like the greater quality. Um, it's like the greater. Oh, my God. I got to go look it up. I can't even remember right now. But basically, I wanted to say like versus just being glamorous, be more than that. Like, don't just be a pretty face, like have more to it than that. If you're going to build a brand just around yourself, like I was talking to someone today and um, a client not too long ago. And she was like, yo, I just wanted to book with you because a year ago you was like, yo, sis, if you want to build a brand just around yourself, just say it. Boom. I'm like, yo, if you want to build a brand just around yourself. Cool. I get it. It can happen. But don't just be a pretty face because after that, then what? And that has always been my thing. I never wanted to just, and that's how people kind of made me feel. I just didn't want to just do makeup. And you just thought all it was was this pretty thing that it had no depth behind it. So that's my biggest mission too, is to bring, you know, quality behind something, to be authentic behind it. So it's like, yo, if you're going to be pretty, like have everything pretty, have a whole gorgeous, a go have a whole gorgeous, glamorous goal setting life, make everything you do. You feel me? A true reflection of, you know, your soul. So yeah. So that is my thing. Uh, talking to me is a huge part of my self care and, um, yeah. And another reason this may sound crazy and I'm going to be done. I wanted to do an audio journal was because one, I wanted to give it to my daughter. I wanted her to know who I was like, and this is a huge part of communication. Like I'm not good at writing. All I think about is my English teacher just killing my papers and be like, "Oh, you know, you're just writing how you talk, talking. you're just so dramatic when you write, like, you know." And at which she was great. She was trying to tell me what type of writer to be, um, and what type of books to write, like write um, like nonfiction, like nonfiction books with a story and the whole nine. And girl, I was trying to write everything with some drama. Like, let me tell you what had really happened. Um, and so writing is just not my, f- I just feel like I can't give it to you. Like you don't really get the story unless you see me, unless you hear me. So I wanted to give that to my daughter so she can one, know who I was a lot more Two, She could understand what it was like building a business, what was happening, what was going, you know, what uh, what was I going through? I wanted her three to hear herself. She's on a lot of my earlier podcasts. So I wanted to I wanted her to go back and hear herself, you know, how some people keep pictures and videos. I kind of wanted her to have all of those pictures and videos of what our life used to be like and what it is now and how we went through this journey. Um, four, I just feel like it's a great way to document yourself and to kind of see what you were talking about then. How have you grown? Maybe you had strategies or something or a good conversation and you blew up. The person who was on the podcast, that blew up. I mean, you just never know what's going to happen. So um I just thought it was the best way for me to communicate like my personal brain. And that's another thing too. Um, I had a, see, I told you I wasn't going to stop. I had a whole epiphany with this was to was sometimes you have to step outside yourself as a business owner. You have to make the hard choices and the best choices for that brand and for that business and so tonight it hit me wow making two podcasts will be a whole lot of work what are the true ultimate benefits one it's a benefit for me I'm able to express myself and live up to my true values which is all about creativity building a community having communication and being my authentic self this is me who I am at the core of who I am right um I completely lost that train of thought because I was so happy once I said that. like, yes, girl. Have you ever heard yourself? I'd be like, yes, yes. So that's a huge. Like again, it may be more work, but I feel like the benefit of it, my personal benefit, my mental benefit, my mental benefit. Me, I feel like connecting with people like I did before. Like I loved it. It just, it just lit my day up. I cannot wait to wake up and make a podcast and get it out and talk to people about it and just and 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 talk about mental health and listen to what they had to say because again I feel like you know when we start talking about purpose and calling like I I don't think I think we look at people and unless you're Beyonce for instance and we just say we want her life and it's so easy I don't think you ever hear what's really going on behind the scenes like how is she doing all of this like first of all child I can even walk up some stairs like how is she getting her body back in shape? Like does she go through withdrawals leaving her kids and she talked about being in a relationship and getting cheated on? You know what I mean? Like her music is her personal journey, you know, her personal diary, but you know what I mean? Like Matter of fact, never mind, I guess we just answer that question. Her music is her personal journal her personal um journal. You know what I mean? But let's say the business side of Beyonce Would we ever see that? Would we ever get that? You know, Michael Jackson, people, you know, that we hold high up in the spotlight, you never know what it takes. So at least with an entrepreneur, again, I didn't have a role model or a figure to hear them talk about their L's and kind of make it. And I feel like people really don't talk about their role as an entrepreneur. It's like the cool thing to do. You don't hear somebody say, hey, I didn't make any money today. I didn't make any sales. What does that look like? You know, I have to have contractors and some people I contract out. Like, you know, I just hired this person. I just Like, we don't see that. You always see somebody who kind of already is pretty good. Like, you don't hear about the mom. You hear about the mom making it. But maybe she made it with a degree. Maybe she made it because she got like a you know some type of executive job. But the entrepreneur part, I feel like you don't hear those stories too often, and we don't talk about them from a mental health point of view because it's a lot mentally that you're going through. So, yeah. So, again, I hope you're enjoying this. I hope you enjoy this podcast. Um, I was going to delete the one before this, but this I am making it the first one. So I hope you are enjoying this. Please uh, subscribe to it. Turn it on. Leave it. uh, Yeah, Subscribe. Turn it on. So you can know when it drops, when you're going to get it. Um, They're going to be called pop up podcasts. So sometimes I will just pop up and just drop one randomly. Um, you're also, if you are following my Facebook page, London, Nicole, London, Glen and Cole, you're starting to see audio clips where I'll just leave audio clips and audio messages for you, um, about branding, about different stuff I found. Uh, so check me out over there. Um, and I guess that's all I have to say again. I didn't mean to talk this long, but it was one of those things when you have a good conversation, I feel like with friends and family and a girlfriend, um, You know, you're able to kind of get it off your chest and talk. Yeah, that's about 50 minutes. Yeah. So again, thank you so much for listening. I'm about to eat my oatmeal, update my my images. I am completely beyond inspired. Um, Let me go back to this one point too. I did say this part when I said sometimes you have to look on the outside. That's what I had to do today. I had to step back and be honest because when you start lying to other people, you are lying to yourself first. And I had to step back and really look at my business and say, hey, all right, cool. What would I tell London Nicole to do? If I had to look at her image, what would I tell her to do? I would tell her to show up. Show up loud, fabulous, and being authentic. So I'm going to say that to you. Take a quick audit on yourself. And are you showing up the way that you know you need to show up? Like, forget the excuses. You can't have excuses. The same way as moms, we can't have excuses when our babies are sick. We have to get up and do it. We have to get up and change the diaper and make the bottle. The same way if you're in school, you have to write the paper. You can't make an excuse. The same way you have to get to work and you can't make an excuse when your car doesn't start. You find an Uber. in your business, what are you making an excuse about? In your life, what are you making an excuse about? So, yeah. So you will see a lot more of me. You're here a lot more for me. Thank you so much for listening to the 50 minutes and 36 minutes of this. If you made it through, I have no idea where you dropped off. But if you were listening, thank you so much. I am praying for you in this time as I believe you're praying for my family. Please stay home. Please stay safe. Um, And I believe that we will get through this with, you know, the help of each other, the love of each other and the love of God. Love you guys so much. Thank you so much for listening. And I'll talk to you soon. Bye.